Tom Bernard Show with our special guest. Aww. It's great to see you. Great to see you, Tom. Good old what's-his-name. Good old what's-his-name. Introduce <laughs> yourself. Matt Midster is how it's said. He's, he's, and you introduce yours. I oh. should have pointed this out. Actually. Yeah. Along with Matt, Kathy Greiner. Katie Harms. A, sitting Kathy. in. Sit in, Katie Harms. <laughs> Kathy Schrader. Sit in, Catherine. Sit in, <laughs> We're going to be right back in two minutes, and I'm going to tell Matt Munster who can Kathy do, and maybe Katie. I don't know. I'm going to tell him who the great, that was voted the, the the greatest actor of all time from the state of Alabama. I'm dying to know. And we'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Sweet home Alabama. Nice. Little Who's the Biggest Star Ever from Alabama, Sweet Home Alabama. Hold on. All right, now this is not everybody, it's just actors. I mean, if you ask me to name an actor from Alabama, I don't know if I pull one out of my hat. If I gave you 20,000 names, you'd never pick this one. Where's Reese Witherspoon from? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that showed where she's from. But she's not from Alabama. But but it did show. And I did never find out who who the biggest... uh, I suppose Judy Garland would have to be from From here. Yeah. Yeah. Judy Garland, I would think. Who's that guy that was in, like, newsroom... uh, 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 Peter Krause, is he from here? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's the Roseville. Guy was, uh, Roseville. He's from Roseville? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, I lived in Roseville. Oh, here we go. We go to <laughs> we're like tight. We're brothers Everybody now. is connected to Roseville people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is that Saint, what is St. Rose of Padua? St. Rose of Lima. 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 That's, Lima. that's true. I knew, mm-hmm. I knew kids that went to that school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I grew up Catholic. I mean, was it there? Everybody, mm-hmm. all And then there was St. Odilia in close by Shoreview, but a lot of Roseville kids went there. Jeez. That's some more information than I had. Thanks. <laughs> a lot of information. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. I'm oh, by the way, it. Cassie, how many in minutes are we oh, in? Oh, yeah, sorry. But I mean, how do you know how many minutes we're in? Oh, probably only like 45 seconds to a minute. It's well, fine. You're out of your mind. 45 <laughs> seconds to a minute. We'll Time start in the clock. Just you're having don't, worry, fun. don't worry. I will I will get it down to We 50. could do this for no, hours though yes, without I that will. clock. I always do. Okay, here's uh-huh. the deal. She yes. can't. She can't start the clock because she has to stand up because she's so short. She can't. She, <laughs> can't. Over, she can't get it over the camera. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Like, Where's the clock? High... Where's the clock, Cassie? Where's I need a clock? high chair. She's like, <laughs> Just to give you a booster. Okay, so would you say Judy Garland from Minnesota? Sure. Yeah, I, I, it has to be completely Garland, legit. I would think. Uh, Josh Dumel from North Dakota. Okay, makes sense. Uh, Orson Welles from Wisconsin. He was born in Wisconsin. I didn't know that. That's cool. John Wayne from Iowa. Yeah. I don't know who it was from South Dakota. But Alabama caught your eye. Alabama caught my eye for a very, very good reason. Okay. The the greatest actor, or the best actor, to ever come out of Alabama. Okay. Gomer Pyle. (laughs) Well, what's his name? Uh, Jim Neighbors. Jim Jim Neighbors. neighbors. I'm not kidding you. (laughs) The best actor to come out of Alabama. Now, look, I enjoyed you. Sure. SMC. I loved him on the Andy Griffith show. There's got to be some up and comers there that just saw that and licking their chops for the next time they do that list. I, oh, yeah. Right? They just teed up Alabama. Well, <laughs> That's number one with a bullet. <laughs> Jimmy oh, Neighbors. You just reminded me of the Chucker interview in Jim Neighbors. Oh, that was painful. <laughs> the <laughs> Chucker. So let's say one sound you make like, golly, golly, golly. <laughs> Oh, it's great. He would though. not stop doing it to Jim Neighbors. It's Jim, he's, just, he's left us, hasn't he? Jim, Jim Neighbors? I think he just died, didn't he? Really? I think. Just? Yeah, he just uh, died in the last year, didn't he, Cassie? Or should I look it up? Uh, Jim Neighbors? Yeah, you want to run the clock? Or Cassie, you, you know yeah. who Jim Neighbors is, yeah, don't you? I, yep, I <laughs> That's all right. Jim Neighbors was a fella. N A B O R S. I'm sorry, I'm trying to post for the show. No, 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 I'll do it. That's why no, I was asking you. He died in 2014, it looks like. Oh, that's not that long ago. ago. Mm-hmm. God, I thought it was about 12. Although, I did think that we were going to celebrate the uh, year 2000 again. That's His hope. spouse <laughs> His spouse died last year in 2017. Oh, he died, he died last year. Yeah. 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 Wow. Didn't he, like a, didn't he have like a flower oh, wait, plantation no, now in it's Hawaii? Saying, now it's saying here he died November 30th. Well, which, of when? November of 2017, and then yeah, his spouse died, died in 2017. Wow. Oh, so they both, they or maybe both kicked the bucket. It's a tough day for Alabama. Maybe his really spouse is, is yeah. still alive. They're half mass there in Alabama. <laughs> Flags half mass. It was so yep. funny to hear him sing. Because like, oh yeah. Well, you're He's... so used to like the way he talks and stuff. Like, oh, that's right. Griffin. He had like albums and stuff. Oh, my yeah. grandma had Jim Neighbors yeah. albums. But yeah. it was deep baritone. He was yeah, a deep baritone. Let me see if I can find something on YouTube. Yeah, you're gonna have to come back. Oh, I know the albums exist. I never listened yeah. to them. I saw them. Not the greatest. <laughs> hey, you gotta Not ride that fame though. Here we go. Line those pockets with Jim Neighbors. Yeah, show tunes. Here's him playing the impossible dream. Oh, you have this. Oh, dream. <laughs> okay, here See? it comes. Oh, this is going to be 
totally worth it. This is for Kathy Grimey. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> I always hit the post. I like his voice. It's phony as hell. <laughs> I know. You're so used to it. Do you think this voice is phony or his talking voice for both. the show? I think both. I'm going to tell you, this isn't that different than the voice for the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is completely in the ballpark of that voice for the show. Uh, That's exactly how I thought your neighbors would sing. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm zero percent surprised by that. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, all true. Jim Neighbors. Good guy. Uh, we had him on once in a while. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's very nice. He's good. No reason. Oh, I'm you, sure he's a wonderful guy. You entertainment types. You know. Oh. You, you're... Yeah, me and Jim Neighbors, you. we are. No, no, nothing gets by you. Just, you and Tom, <laughs> you pick up on these things because you know you're many years in that in that realm. Well, Tom's got me by about five or six. What years? <laughs> I think it might be more than five or six, pal. I'm pr- laugh it up, Kathy. Oh, you know, I don't have that experience. I'm forty-one now. Are you forty-one? I'm forty-one. Now? I feel things. <laughs> <laughs> You're a disaster. I'm a mess. You really absolute are. mess. You are an absolute it's, mess. It's it's just wearing on me. It's yes, I understand why it would be. <laughs> Flannel fling, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thursday, October 25th, 6 p.m. Machine Shop, 302nd Street Southeast in Minneapolis. Throw on your finest flannel for the fourth annual Flannel Fling, a gala to benefit rebuilding together in the Twin Cities. And Kathy, you want to pick up the. Uh, the mantle from here and tell us what it's all about, Go how many it. tables yeah. are available, all that great stuff. So we've got about 30 tables available. We do still have tickets. Um, Rebuilding Together is a uh, actually a nationwide organization. We do home repair for low-income homeowners, so folks who uh, have a home, they just need a little hand up so that they can stay in that home. So we're preventing homelessness in the Twin Cities, um, allowing families to stay warm and safe in a home in a neighborhood they love. Yeah. See, it's a wonderful thing. It is. I asked somebody a question that nobody's been able to answer. Hmm. I grew up in the poorest neighborhood of Minnesota. There were no homeless people. Where were they? Ooh. I mean, where, back at, because it was a very poor neighborhood. So where, why weren't there any homeless people? Because there were no homeless people. That's an interesting question. I don't know. Now, the, popula- know? the population I'm, is about three times bigger than it was. There were just, were just too many homes for people at that point anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think there's difference. some a lot more. And it's happening again now. I know there's a lot of multi-generational homes now where yeah, you're just taken like. in, which I think is very, very cool. I like it. And, um, you know, there's these gentrified neighborhoods that just kind of have these neighborhood matriarchs and patriarchs that just kind of take in and take yeah, on everything. True, there man. are those. There's a lot of people that couch surf, sleep on your friend's hot couch until yeah. they get tired of you. and yeah, well. So they're not counted in the homeless count. The only thing I negative I have to say is don't be putting a tent in my front yard. That's not going to fly. I'm just telling you. In your front yard over, yeah, no, we'll stay on. (laughs) 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 I just, it's, um, it's, it is tough though. It's a tough, tough thing. And I mean, the list, even just from uh, the list that we're building together has to serve as 300 deep. I realized what you just did. Uh, That was pretty funny. No, I'm funny. I'm clever. Oh, that's what he was doing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm. I've, uh, I just think it's a cool uh, the the th- I've been involved with rebuilding together. This is our fourth flannel fling, which flannel is a cool fling. thing way of doing a gala. It's so not stuffy. It's literally yeah. show up in a flannel. I'm gonna might wear this one I have on right now. Are those you can't days see over when people are getting st- their stuffy events? No, I, I attend them. No, there's oh, still a lot gosh. of there's still every other one I think. But millennials oh. don't like that, do they? Mm. I think there's a balance between the millennials so that is, don't okay. like them and there's people that kind of expect that level of yeah i suppose something it bugs them maybe a little bit that that isn't formal enough i 
bought a tuxedo last year. Yeah? Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. I had to. Do you still, with all the no, weight you've lost, it does not fit at all like a tent now. All. But luckily for me, I bought it on Amazon for $100. You can buy tuxedos on Amazon then. <laughs> you can purchase it. You own this tuxedo for $100. Is it a beard? Is it pretty crisp? It looks like a tuxedo. <laughs> That's, I, hey. It just looks like a tuxedo. Maybe I'll do hideous. that. Didn't you get it off bucks. of Amazon? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> She's yeah. high on. Yeah, she's high. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's Thanks for tuning in. She's here. The thing is, on my left, I got Matt Minster, who's saying, and then you're high. Uh, but anyway, I was talking to the other. <laughs> so great when you did that. And then casting. I just said, yeah, I bought it on Amazon for 100 bucks. 30 seconds Didn't later. Did you get that on Amazon? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm doing all of the social media stuff right See, now. So I, I'm and I, and I thought guys couldn't multitask. It's not our thing. It's not anybody's thing. I think it is more. You think Mm. so? Mm -hmm. I feel very confident that if I'm going to have anyone do multitasking, it has to be the women in my life. It's not me. I can do one thing. Man, can I do one thing? (laughs) As long as there's nothing else in my way. You know, the hunters and the gatherers. So yeah, Yeah, there's that nature nurture thing. Mm -hmm. But it for me is straight up horse blinders. Mm -hmm. I don't see anything else. Horse blinders. Just Mm -hmm. if it's in front of me, game on. Anything else going on the periphery? Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, I can't get better at it. So now that you're old, are things still going really well? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The aging part doesn't help at all, but um, I still feel sweet. Oh, come on. What? Oh, wow. They're 41. They're hard. You know how heavy those tubs were for a decade? Uh, Yeah, I suppose. Those things, talking about hernias off the air. Man, why? That's true. Oh, God, let's not talk about them. How much time do we have? (laughs) Once that clock's running backwards. How much ever time you need? (laughs) I I thought you were going to be in here for the the first uh, segment. Great. First hour. Great, I'm here. I'm, you I'm, stay, why don't you stay the whole thing so I can watch do things like and your house? So the other day, <laughs> that was so phenomenal. When you're and I, I, at first, I was like, what "The hell is he? Oh, that's what he was doing." No, okay. I'm just I'm just trying to be in front yeah, of a no, microphone here. No, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do this talking to the world thing at some point. I've I, I love the idea of this podcast generation and things like that, and I've always wanted to be a part of it. I just I do it with you. <laughs> and that's and, kind of a butt here every once in a while. And Bob and I'll show up on someone's every once in a while. But I, en- I clearly enjoy talking. I can't no, put but a quarter you're good in it. You're very relaxed, which is what people. No one wants to listen. Let me tell you about bath crashers when I was in that. <laughs> nobody wants to hear that pump. No, BS. not it's exactly. Horrible. Just talk about life. Although I did talk this morning about my very first radio job, KDAN, a country and western station, out of New Market, Minnesota. Uh, the offices and the studios were downtown St. Paul. Yeah. I do my very first day on the air, and the sales manager comes up and goes, you have a horrible voice. <laughs> I said, what? And he goes, you got no chance to make it a radio with that voice. Wow. <laughs> but I will admit, there was still a little bit of north side left in me. So, <laughs> so what did you sound like? So I swear to God, and I'm not, this is what, and I didn't do it on purpose, but you just kind of, you hear your surroundings, and you kind of mimic them. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Apparently somebody does have tapes of this, but I, I, I go on. You know who Porter Wagner and and, and Dolly Parton are? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So my very first song on KDN, I I start the song because you used to talk up the ramp back. In the yeah, days. yeah, yeah. So I start the song, and you could hear me come on, and I go, KDAN, little Porter Wagner. <laughs> I'm like, oh, honest to God, it just is terrible. <laughs> so the guy's like. Let's see, we have an urban country western announcer. That's not good news. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, God, I go like, Porter Wagner. <laughs> you know, I, 
<laughs> I feel like, and I had no background when I started my whole TV thing. This mm-hmm. was like fall from the sky. Go figure it out, How long Matt. was that again? Oh, 2007, 2007, 2007, something like that. Phenomenal. So I was just sitting at a desk when just minding my own business when TV happened. And oh, I remember showing, I oh, yeah, I was just, I was working at an architecture firm. They, someone Googled interior design, which is what I was doing at the time in Minneapolis, and they hit images, and our work website came up for them. And really? someone just called me to ask me if I ever wanted to do anything on TV. And I was like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. I was a farm kid from Wisconsin. Like, TV was the first, that sounded mortifying. Absolutely. And so yeah. she was super persuasive. I went and met with them, and I was thrown on a pile with 20 or 30 other guys to host a TV show. And then I got a call two days later that they picked me. So I started to figure it out. And I think those first couple episodes, I showed up, and I was like, hey, everyone, I'm, nice I'm going to be a character. I'm going to be a character. And that was terrible. And even if it wasn't terrible, I wasn't going to be able to re- redo it over and over and over again. So you just kind of fall into a something well, i can see that you sway you swagger you fall it's like you but like you know just turned like an extra crank on the on the adrenaline mean more sane yeah like M- more sane unlike me well no you're funny uh <laughs> i think it's i think it's i don't know what it is i think you just find a comfort zone in yeah, your you role and well, once you realize that you are good enough to be on tv as yourself it was a confidence a issue old, for sure no doubt about for it. sure it's still I'm still there's confidence issues but well, people have that public speaking. I use I, that sounded terrible. Now I I kind of like it. I do too. I don't I know why that. I like it. I can't give you a list of reasons why I like it. Because you're in total control, and you look down and go, "Yeah, shut up." You are in control. <laughs> I'm up here talking. Be quiet. Although that only plays once in a while. I had to do. <laughs> well, I, that's true. I would I would I would do these like presentations at home shows around the country, and I'm standing up there. And at those shows, they they come for a reason. Like they pay they buy a ticket. They want to talk about this kind of stuff. So they're riveted. Yeah. And I had to do one at, on Black Friday at Mall of America in the Rotunda oh, for HGTV one year, and it was the most humbling. Like you get the people walking by in that second yeah. level that look over and go. Nah. And you could just see the look on their face <laughs> of been nah. I've been I, there, pal. And I'm gone. There was I there's maybe there. four people that stayed for the whole thing, and they were all related to me. Everyone else <laughs> is just like, forget. I'm done. I, I have no interest in you. And it, that's exactly the expression on your face of the lack of interest in you. So you just bust through it and look at someone. Can I stop now? Everyone's old, left. Old story, but you probably like this, depending. you Because know, you've been through it. Mm-hmm. So I started the KQRS morning show mm-hmm. 33 years ago. And it becomes popular, and so I'm being invited to all these different appearances. Mm-hmm. And they invited me to the Carver County State Fair. That's the one that's in in Chanhazen or one of those places. Okay. Carver County State Fair. Uh, so I'm at the ballpark because it's the, not the state, Carver County Fair, not the State Fair, obviously. But in any case, uh, they got the rides all set up, and there's a stage and everything. Yeah. And they go, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard. And I walk on stage, nothing. I mean, nothing. (laughs) And then finally, the guy right in front of me says, you ain't Tom Bernard. I went, yeah, I am. (laughs) And he turns to his buddy and says, this guy claims he's the popcorn king. (laughs) Apparently, there was a guy named Tom Tom Bernard Bernard. who was the popcorn king. (laughs) 
and they were pissed off and it wasn't him. Sorely disappointed <laughs> they it wasn't really him. Disappointed. That's like my favorite story. <laughs> oh my god! You're not the popcorn king. You're not king. the popcorn king. Get no. off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're probably saying, "Thank God." Thank God, I'm not the popcorn. Yeah. yeah. That's but that's kind of the that expression. That's it. You you it's ingrained in the back of my brain. I still see it. Thanks. Don't worry. Thanks. Not a problem. (laughs) We will be right back. We'll continue the conversation. We're going to talk a lot more about the flannel fling. Mm -hmm. And we have a special. uh, I was looking at my phone. The reason I was looking at it is because we have a special caller in the next segment. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract to learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. I do like this song a lot. I do too. It's just a good song. I'm always hearing Bruce in my house because Dave loves Bruce. Really? Not a fan. Yeah, he's... That's the one song I like, and I'm not a fan. Not a of fan. I don't think I'm a Bruce fan either. Uh, just... I am. I, are you? Yeah. I, I I like people who can sing. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, I, I grew up with R and B. I mean, people in R and B back sing. then can sing. Have you their seen? There's stuff. a There's a Marvin Gaye video. On oh, man. Where they take he's singing uh, "Heard It Through the Grapevine" and they take out everything but his vocal track. Oh, really? Find it's. He's, he's flawless. He's amazing. He's, he's flawless. It's it's in, it's riveting. I tell a story all the time when I was 16 years old. You know, you go through all that stuff anyway at 16. And then there was, you know, I think my parents finally got divorced when I was 16. And it was just a weird. I The only thing that got me through that year was uh, what's going on. 
the Marvin Gale. Mm-hmm. I listened to that thing so many times, I can't even tell you. Wow. It's just, I love Marvin Gaye. It was, if you've, if you got time, you should look it up. It's something, you're just like, I got to track chills. it down. It's chills. It's really, really it. good. I don't know who else could do that right now. Uh, no one. N- no one? I don't think there's anybody out there who could do that. There's some good singers now. Do you ever but... listen to Gregory Porter? Mm, I don't think so. No. Pull up Gregory Porter. Okay. Sometime. And... I'm calling our caller back. Oh. Oh. This is. This is. Uh... Are you there? It's somebody that you crashed their bathroom. Okay, oh, great. Mm-hmm. I hope it's. I hope it goes oh, well. it's. This is okay. Then you just hold oh. it up. Hold, hold it, it up, up right here. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Front speaker. Yeah. There you go. Hello. Hello. Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. You're not here. I come in one day a year, and you're gone. <laughs> That's I, I don't blame you at all. You're in Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, you're doing fine. It's 60 yeah, here, but it won't I'm last. Some, well, it's probably 60 here too. So. <laughs> oh well, it's just, it was well worth. We're it. in the median temperature of the country right now. Well done. Good time to leave. Oh. Good job. Look at us. So what are you up to? We are talking, uh, it's rebuilding together flannel flame time of the year, so I'm getting people fired up to come and be informal and give away a bunch of their money, hopefully. You're coming? I'm going to that. I am. Katie Harms. Oh, you're at a Katie Harms table. Katie might be here, too. Uh, I'm here, too. Alex is also coming. Alex is coming? Awesome. Good. I get to see you guys. Yep. Are you both on Arizona right now? Apparently I didn't get invited. Tom can't come. <laughs> don't worry about my feelings. He's busy. No, don't worry about me. I'll be at, I'll be at home yeah. watching the Andy Griffith okay, show. Okay, well, that, I'm just going to... Next Thursday, right? I, yeah. Next Thursday? Well, yeah. I, I'm just going to say that is not true, Mr. Bernard. I'm ready to go. And Catherine, I'm, I'm playing I'm playing fill in Catherine today, Catherine. It's Katie. Who are you? It's Katie. Katie Harms. Katie Harms. <laughs> I didn't know you were there. <laughs> she can't see you. A it's a quiet, phone screen. I'm such all a quiet audio. little thing, She's you know. A church mouse. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Yeah, I forgot all about that. All right. Well, it's going to be great to see you next week, and we look forward to the flannel fling, or is it the final ball? What is it? Flannel fling. Oh, it's a fling. It's that alliteration thing we like so much. Yes, we like it. <laughs> yes. Right. The fabulous final fling. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, and have a good day, everybody. All right. Thanks, Catherine. That was sincere. That, that sounded good. I know. <laughs> bring, bring, back, bring back the suitcase full of warmth. There you go. I'll bring a giant suitcase full of warmth. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll need it by the time you get here. Thank right. you. We'll see you next week. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, honey. <laughs> oh, she hangs up yep, on me. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah, nothing but respect. She said goodbye, honey. I'm sure that wasn't to me. She's sitting in here last week, last Friday or Thursday or whenever it was. She looks at the and goes, Matt Menster's going to be in. I'm not going to be there. I was like, oh, God. She's honestly almost bro- broke it down into uh, tears. I love having a little bit of, it brightens my day. She thinks it's the very, world of you, man. That's she really loved nice. You, and she absolutely did. Had a wonderful, del- I mean, that was at the very beginning of, of the You were in your basement. Yeah, I was still in the basement mm-hmm. where they were putting the tent on my front yard. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the next day I remember there was a, yeah, um, there was the guy I forget his name, the SpongeBob guy. Oh, Tom oh, Kenny. Tom yeah. Kenny was going to come in, and um, I think my son was probably maybe all of six or seven years old at the time, and I was and uh, we were going out of town, but I think you invited us over. Come meet him. I'm like, 
I'd love to, but we were going for some yeah, family yeah. vacation or something. Great guy. Yeah. A really good guy. That would have been a very cool experience. But That whole show, I don't, to this day, I could tune in SpongeBob and laugh like there's no tomorrow. It's, uh, it's fortunate love. that those children's shows existed because... I agree. For all of the Caillou of the world. If anyone here has ever been subjected to this cartoon called Caillou, my son oh, used to love it. Oh, the whiny that. little bald brat? So, yes. <laughs> oh. The unfunny. That's really The completely un- unfunny. <laughs> I remember sitting in bed watching this with my kid in the morning. He'd start giggling and I'm like, what could you possibly be laughing at? This is Awful. I know. Caillou is horrible. It's awful. So it's good to know that the sponge, the SpongeBob's needed to be there. I had SpongeBob playing constantly in my house. I've seen Phenomenal. every episode multiple You're times. A big fan. Yes, we love SpongeBob <laughs> and, and Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yes, it's a diverse little fanship you've got going over there. <laughs> well, we have lo- six kids. So <laughs> I love the fact that the only one who had to wear a helmet was the squirrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She couldn't breathe underwater, Sandy. <laughs> the only thing that needs a helmet is a squirrel. Okay. My, That's brilliant. One of my favorite episodes, she's from Texas, oh, and yeah. she was missing home. She was homesick, and Patrick and SpongeBob. Missy Holmes, get it? Yes, but she, so they made her a pecan pie, but they put a pie with a can of peas in it. <laughs> oh, instead of pecan, it's pecan. pecan. Yeah, pecan it's pie. Pecan pie. Stuff yeah. doesn't write itself. It yeah. takes genius. <laughs> One of my favorites of all time is when he was guiding one of the, yeah. one of the boats. You're good, you're good, you're good. You're good, you're good. You're good. It's a scrape on the side of the Flying Dutchman ship. The Flying Dutchman. What wow, flying you Dutchman? are. I am a encyclopedic knowledge. I am a, well, oh, it was God, funny, though. My youngest boy, when, he was probably about three or four we brought him to Nickelodeon Universe, and SpongeBob was going to be there, and he was all excited. And then he, he's like terrified of people in costumes. <laughs> so like am when I. we go to Chuck E. Cheese, he goes into convulsions underneath the table if Chuck E. Cheese comes out. Really? But yeah, he would not go near SpongeBob. I was shocked. To be fair, would... that when they had the robot like band of Chuck E. Cheese, mm-hmm. that crap scary. Oh, <laughs> well, that bear! Yeah, like the they played yeah, the drums exactly. and stuff. No. Oh. No, you absolutely you didn't right. like the they, big that gorilla stuff, that, that is the stuff of nightmares. In a oh. poorly lit room, that would do it for me. <laughs> the <laughs> end. That, that's one great thing about being a father, man. The stuff that, you know, being a parent at all. The things you, well, and as an example, mm-hmm. I'll try to make this as straight as I possibly can. We're down in Florida, a place we've never been, a town we've never been in before. Mm-hmm. And we're driving around, and the kids are, like, getting fidgety, and Kathy goes, Look, there's a Chuck E. Cheese. Let's go in there. That'll distract them, and you know they can get a piece of pizza or something. I thought that'd be great. We walk in, and you know how noisy Chuck E. Cheese is. Yes. It was like the guys from Animal House walking into that Dexter Lake Club. (laughs) Remember when it just went silent? Silent. That's what happened. We walk in the door. The place goes silent. Uh, We were the only people not of color. (laughs) Wow. And they were like. What are you doing? In here? <laughs> it's a record scratch. Well, I didn't know the neighborhood all that well, but you know. Uh, wow. But they were great. I mean, yeah. it was weird. you could tell it was weird for them to see white people. <laughs> but then they just went, oh, whatever. It just picked right back <laughs> off and the kids right bouncing back. off the wall. It was, it was wonderful. <laughs> oh, God, it's true. Those things. Do you mind if we dance with your dates? <laughs> That's still one of the greatest movies of all time. I haven't seen it in so many years. Oh, I should do God, it. It's a great movie. It's a classic. My favorite in there is when they destroy his car, 
And he starts crying to John Belushi, and Belushi says, you effed up, you trusted us. <laughs> it's so true. All right, we need to talk about Flannel Flame. Sure. Because it's very cool. A gale of the benefit, rebuilding together in Twin Cities. What's that, what's that all about? So the, it's an organization I got involved with back in my HGTV days. Before I even knew the Twin Cities chapter existed, I was on a oh, national yeah. thing yeah. Uh, down in Nashville. And uh, fell in love with it. It just kind of aligns with the stuff I believe in. It's about making essential repairs in people's homes who can't afford to do it, but it's the decision maker for them whether or not they can stay in their house or right. have to go. Right. And I've always believed that there's a there's like this there's this dignity in staying in your house and not being not yep. and not leaving because of factors that are out of your own control, um, or that could be under your control. So it comes. It's an organization that comes in and for people of lower income, veterans elderly in these really Radio gentrified people. neighborhoods yeah and allow these neighborhoods to stay together and allow people to stay in their homes so it's an mm-hmm. organization that and it's essential repairs we're not going in and resurfacing cabinetry and putting up you know right. murals and things like we're not doing hgtv right. stuff we're doing ramps for people that are recently in wheelchairs or veterans who are coming back home yeah, see that's great grab that's bars uh, leaks that are in the roof we're making the repairs that allow people to be live in their house and be healthy and the, the Flannel Fling started four years ago. This is the fourth annual. And um, this year is at the machine shop. It's next Thursday night. starts at 6 o'clock. There's some tickets available. There's a lot of tickets already spent. I think we have over 240-some people we already do. committed. So it's mm-hmm. great. It's growing every year. There's fun stuff to do. There's live auctions. I built a little free library in my own with my own bare hands um, that I'm nearly finished with that's going to go up for live auction. It is really decked out. There's solar lighting. There is there's solar, there's solar light. You open the door, light's going to come on inside. I, this thing is, you be the envy of your neighborhood. Come spend a bunch of money on this thing. I want I want the dollar amount on this thing to kind of, it's a matter of pride. Um, but there's a bunch <laughs> of cool things. There's a trip to Sonoma um, for some wine tasting. There's a lot of cool things that we're going to, live auction, silent auction. There's games, really cool people, and a really cool space. So we're gonna have a blast. And the and food, the food is the food's phenomenal. awesome, and it's getting better. We're getting clever with the food. It's not sit down and here's your um, no. piece of fish or whatever. There's slider bar. Like last mm-hmm. year, there was a slider bar. There mm-hmm. were, and there's drink mac pairings. and cheese. Yeah, there's mac and there's cheese. There's so much good there was, stuff. Ooh, it was it was all you know. Generally, you go to these things, and the food is okay. This is like, and I think you guys have always had this a sense of really good food being there that good there was food a, just p- mix the around with everything that you're doing and, oh gosh yeah you've been there from the beginning i have yeah she's been there as long as i been have come attending this thing yeah and and have done some projects i got started because kathy is uh also on the board for the builders association foundation which yes. i was involved in for um for quite a few years and so that's how we met and then just traded, and, and Batsy, the foundation, went and did some work on um, some of the project days. And oh, yeah. you, when you touch people's lives in that way and you go into their home, first of all, they're they're welcoming you into their home. They're excited because something's going to happen. And it's not major, but it is such a major thing for their for lives. Because yes. when you think about some of these older neighborhoods, these houses aren't in the greatest of shape, and they've gotten them, and they're barely holding on, and they're one break away from not having a furnace or something like that, or windows that are so terrible that they, mm-hmm. you know, that they're going to freeze all winter. So these things are incremental things that are done, that are that make huge impact, and the people themselves are so appreciative and, you get and so lovely. You get hooked. Last year for the for the fling, my production company, um, uh, little. 
little drop. Spoke 612 Productions. I built a production company with my crew from Bath Crashers, and we do video production. But we did a video last year for the gala, and we went to a build. And I think there was something, what were we, like eight houses? How many yeah. was on Eight yeah. houses on that one and yeah. a park, a community park. And we've, we kind of documented that day, and there's all the, we've got over 100 volunteers, and we're just kind of attacking. Like the park's getting a, a playground ripped down and a new one put in. There's houses getting windows put in over here, landscaping done on this one. So it's, uh, it was just kind of this, there's a drum corps that came by to keep morale <laughs> up. It was, uh, it's, it's just an event where you, you leave that and you can't help but feel like, man, what am I doing with all the rest of my days? Mm-hmm. What I did today was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, the part of the gala is just raising funds and awareness but funds to fund more of those projects. There's a waiting list, 300, 200, 300 long, that we're, we've tried to get to 100 a year, but if we can, all the projects require funding, and that's what we're trying yeah. to do with this. So come on out, we're going to have fun, but it's fun to, the best part of posting that gala is the end of the night where I can pull Kathy up on stage and read the little piece of paper <laughs> that says how much we raised tonight. And we've done, we were over six, we were six figures last we year. It's going to be, it's great. It's just, it's a high, and it's a fun way to spend, hey, a Thursday night, and you're not getting into your stuffy Amazon tuxedo. My you're, stuffy you're, Amazon you're tuxedo. Wearing, you're wearing <laughs> something like what I got on right now. I'm going to probably like be wearing it. jeans, boots, and a flannel, and I'm and I am seeing this thing. That's my dressy. It's kind of right by where Certix is, right? It's it's near there. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's yeah. on uh it's on is that 2nd? It is. It's on 2nd Avenue. 2nd Street, yeah. second Street second. just east of Certix. Yeah. Just above St. Anthony, Maine. Yeah. Well, yeah, right there. The cobblestone. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, good. Excellent. Yeah, that's very cool. It's a cool space. It's a that really cool space. That whole area has really got some fun things going on mm-hmm. there. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's absolutely right. I've been at theater in a long time. Though. And if some you know, if theater. something falls through for your busy schedule, I'm sure we can finally you know find a place to put you a week on, from uh, Thursday? on Thursday. A week from today. Absolutely. I don't know what the hell they got me doing. <laughs> I never know. I seriously, I never. Oh. Here's what I love I about my job. That. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I have I don't pre-read anything for the show. I don't do anything. I just show up and start talking. Because that's talent. That's what talent does. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Do you have an agent? I have a lawyer. You know what you should do? And I could do the first part. I'll just go and and throw Kimmel and and Jimmy Fallon out in the street. You should be talk show host. You really should. Be. <sighs> that would no. I, you would be. Don't you need to be, be a great, great talk show host? Yes. If you can you tell can. your lawyer to get off his ass. <laughs> I need to get. You, I need to talk to your guy. Apparently, if you, if, you, if you can get Kimmel and, and, and Fallon on the street, I, there's an open. There are two openings. I was going to throw them. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you Just have to do it from Minnesota, though. You can't. You you can't go to L.A. or New York and. I, I, let's just lower expectations here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I, it's, because the guy that hosted Bath Crashers isn't really the guy that they call real first when that opening comes up in L.A. and New York. Aren't they short-sighted? Yeah, but you know, maybe, maybe. But I, I'm not saying you know you're the same or anything. But that would be like let's overlook uh, you know Pat Sajak because he's from Maryland. I mean Pat Sajak has got that same. He's just a nice guy. You ever yeah. talked to Pat Sajak? I've never spoken the to nicest Pat Sajak. guy in the world. I can. I, I, he'd he's, have to be. Yeah, he's a wise guy on Twitter. I, I'm not on Twitter or Facebook, but okay. they tell me he's, he's tweeting constantly, and it's very funny. There's. I. I would. It's kind of a dream. I would love to do a talk show. I just you love should do a talk show. I'm telling you. Oh, all right. Let's start a petition today. We should. Just <laughs> call, your voices matter. Call Catherine. Call Catherine. Call someone. Call someone who matters. <laughs> call someone and who matters. If you got yeah, you got to pull with someone who matters. I would love to 
make something happen. Okay, we're going to be right back, and we're going to talk about Matt being a talk show. <laughs> but we're going to talk more about <laughs> the flannel flame. Sounds good. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Hey, there's me. That was my button. I know which one to make. Who's this? David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah, sorry. See, I hit the musical post. Yeah, you get those leads down. We were during the break. We're discussing the fact that we think Matt Minster should become a spokesperson for male enhancement on two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Wasn't that what we were talking about? Pretty something. much verbatim, yeah. Yeah, pretty much verbatim. I think, I think that position's open. <laughs> Anything two in the morning, I think, is where you got to start. I'll, I'll earn my stripes. I'll start at the bottom. You'll I'll, rise I'll, to the occasion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See? Oh, oh, oh. Seriously, Sorry. we got to talk about this. Joan. You should get into talk television. You absolutely should. And I'm thinking about the best way to do that. There's like four of those jobs, though. Yeah, well, so what? They have to go. If I'm on a short list, if I'm on a long list, that'd be great. But you I feel like I need that. practice. No, you don't. No? Just stay who you are. That's why you'd be so good at it. Just be who you are. It'd be really good. Yeah, why are you putting up barriers? Yeah, why are you putting up barriers, uh, man? I'm self-deprecating. Barriers. I'm, I'm, I'm humble beginnings. I'm the farm kid from Wisconsin that didn't beginnings. move much further away. Great. Use that once you get the position. I, if I got a room full of, with the room full of allies like this, what could stand in my way? There you go. My campaign, room. please. I'm telling you, Scott, you should. You abs- Well, it, it's got to happen. I just said so. Okay. So we're on how it. That you, done. I, you, Although, you know who Paul Mercurio is? He's the he's the warm up guy for Stephen Colbert. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul's an old friend. <laughs> he's uh, a piece of work. <laughs> He calls me yesterday. He goes, hey, I have a new talk show coming out, and it's going to be carried. Uh, I was wondering if you could do me a favor and like, make a connection, because I know you know everybody in the business there. I said, no, nah, I don't know everybody in the business there. I said, Where, who's going to carry it in this market? And he goes, um, KTCA, the public oh, yeah. channel, too. Okay. I said, you're calling me 
about <laughs> you do realize that they're, they're not very happy that I refer to them as welfare television. <laughs> I mean, they have no sense of humor about that at all. It's like welfare television. It's funny. I didn't even invent it. Somebody else invented it. I just heard it, and I thought it was hilarious. Paul Mercury. I'm trying to picture that guy. Mercurio, he's, he's an Italian guy. He's yeah. kind of slight. Funny. Is, he's incredibly funny. He does a lot of crowd work, takes people yeah, out that, of the crowd. Yeah, that's a tough gig. Well, I'll tell you what. When when Johnny Carson used to have Don Rickles do it, yeah, it was amazing. That's almost It'd be better like, than the show. That's, I would agree. Yeah, that would be yeah. a. That's Rickles used to do that. Rickles used to go. Oh God, I'll remember a couple of times. All right, this is Rickles. Don't be complaining to me and call me names. <laughs> so Rickles in the crowd doing doing talk with everybody. So he goes, "Look at this guy over here. Look at this guy. Stand up. What's your name? What's your name? Tiny." And he goes. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it is my name. This guy must have weighed 500 pounds. <laughs> he was huge, and he was like 6'5", this massive human being. So he says, so uh, your name is Tiny, really? He goes, yeah, my name is Tiny. So uh, what's your wife, a waffle? <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. And you know what? Best part of that whole thing? That's a pretty damn good Rickles. Well, I did. Uh, it's a really damn good Rickles. I was thinking about becoming a... But there, there aren't, there are no people doing impressions, impressions anymore. Yeah. They just don't do them anymore. That's true. I, it's too bad. I used to love them. Yeah, Frank Gorshin and all of them. I that won't be part of my show. No, not in the wheelhouse. No, yeah. it's not anymore. I can barely do me. Yes. This voice is tough sometimes. It is. <laughs> well, I've got a terrible voice. Is that Paul? I can't see that far. Is that Paul? <clears throat> no. He is a Paul Mercurio. He is Paul Mercurio. Oh, that's the Australian guy. Yes, not the same. Yeah, he's, yeah. I just realized that's Paul Mercurio from, from Australia. Yeah, okay, but not the Paul Mercurio you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I'll show you the he Paul he's talking about. The Paul. Paulie. No, that's John hey, Hamm. Paulie. John Hamm's a little better looking than Mercurio. <laughs> yeah, Paul. John Hamm is, I don't he can know. do a little bit better than crowd work know. at Colbert, yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, he does fine, I think. Yeah, he does okay. Is he a younger this is this is Paul Mercurio here. <laughs> what the hell is it a drug ad? <laughs> I don't know. It says Paul Mercurio. The internet is letting everyone in this room down That's right Paul. now. Yeah, isn't that him? No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't yeah, know. Someone Paul. else. Oh, I've seen that guy. Paul okay. Paul's yeah, that's my people in the world. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's. I love. The We're guy. doing great stuff on a on an audio medium right now. We're passing pictures <laughs> to each other. Oh, hi. That's true. We do have the camera. <laughs> Good luck seeing the screen. But you know. I know we're in it. And if I move like this, you can see me. The things well, in my way. A lot of our listeners wouldn't be able to see it past the bong anyway. So, <laughs> I love you, man. Canada's closer. I tell you, it is really kind of weird. Being, this is my third day on on medical marijuana. It's because you don't get high. But I am so relaxed, I feel like I'm on. Oh, Dude. no wonder why you're nice to me. Well, that's going to end. <laughs> yeah, no wonder why? Just enjoy it. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. But seriously, I, I am. It, it's really weird because it's not like I'm hot. I just am in a really good mood. Just weird being happy, huh? It is. It's just weird <laughs> as hell being happy. How did this happen? It's going to destroy my career. Probably, yeah. Can you the imagine? We'll find out. Give it a week. Could just blow up in my face. Yeah, just see what happens. Could be the best thing to ever happen to you. Medical marijuana. Three it days could in. Be. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little. I think I'm gonna do a little work for them because we're having the guy on tomorrow who's the the uh, 
the PR guy from from medical marijuana. He's Weed a, has a PR guy. Tough gig. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it, yeah. How hard is that? <laughs> yeah. job, right? You got to give it a shot. Okay. okay. Thanks. Uh, do you have any, do you have any papers <laughs> on you? Guys six figures. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's Cassie. How many? Well, you always hit the you hit the little vape pen, so you're hired in a kite constantly. Yeah, I only do that at night before bed. <laughs> so she doesn't. She admits she does it. Just why I do that before I go to bed. Yeah, it's I for do. the pain levels. I have. I got a starter pack, so I got like three different levels of the vape. Yeah. And um, so I just kind of. Uh, figure out how much pain I'm in, so I'll either do a green, yellow, or red, depending on my pain level. It's like level. traffic lights. Yeah. It is. Green yep. means go. Yeah, yeah. and then green I'm also on... Go. That's where you take off. <laughs> it's called Indigo CBD oil, yeah. where it's... Yep. Uh, what did you call it? A tincture? Tincture. 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 Yeah, that's what it is. And I, Under the tongue. I take 1.5 mils of that a day, so I split that up, because it does have 2.5 milligrams right. of THC in it. Right. Plus, it's a high... It's like... I want to say it's like 47 to 1 on THC for CBD oil. So oh, it's yeah, got a there's lot. No, yes. And that's yeah. for my inflammation issues that I have between my Crohn's and rheumatoid arthritis. And my pain levels have dropped. Yeah. So it's, I'm hoping it's doing its job. It's the medicinal part. Oh, yes. So how much heroin are you doing? <laughs> it's a gateway, right? I just thought we'd slide in and see. Yeah, you know, it's the gateway drug. Well, well yeah. that. I got that monkey on my back. <laughs> I got the monkey you on know, my I back. You know, yeah. I love people who look down their noses at this, and then you go I into their medicine more. cabinet, and they're taking this yeah. for that, and that for that, and that for that. Yep. And, oh, if you take that, then you need this. And, by the way, if you have heartburn, they're going to pop pills for that as opposed to going, you know, maybe I shouldn't eat that because well, it causes yeah. heartburn. You know what? I, so, I, I fail at that. I was just in Austin, Texas last week, and I ate all the tacos oh, and i didn't God, i felt so good, good only during it i understand <laughs> I, I understand and and, and, and yeah, just when i start feeling do better do that how often uh, not do you often do enough that? i would do it more often <laughs> i saw paul mccartney this week i saw, i went to austin oh, i saw paul mccartney i saw yeah. a bunch of great bands and it was it was fantastic and but the ta- and the tacos were flowing <laughs> see there's nothing like it and i don't like soft shell tacos i like the hard yeah. ones i like the actual yeah where you have to work to keep it from falling all the mess, over your you gotta, mm-hmm. yeah, it keeps you, it keeps you eating quick. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you just rifle through that thing. I, just, I smile and then I just shove the whole thing. Yeah, I can. There's, I a, can. Te- there's technique involved. <laughs> you hold, yes, the, you hold the, sh- the, the hard shell taco vertical and you turn, you turn the head. You said structure. I heard that structure. You hold the structure. The structure. The, the structure. <laughs> you tilt the head. You don't tilt the taco. So you do. You hold the taco. You tilt the head. Yeah. You hang the taco. You hang the taco. And you, and you tilt, tilt the head. You gotta go on it. It's all about it's all about math. Nothing worse though when your hard shell taco cracks and everything falls it's out. Right. Like, boom. Then you get a fork. I can easily go to Taco Bell and pound down about seven hard shell tacos. Why wow. not? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Uh, they're so good. I don't like soft shell either. I can't have that anymore. Taco Bell in Austin is sacrilege. Oh, in oh the, I suppose uh, yeah, it is, yeah. It's it's not to be spoken of. There's tacos in every corner and they're all good. It's I wonderful. Love tacos. Oh, it's so great. How do we get to tacos? <laughs> are there going to be tacos at the flannel fling? Was you eating tacos in Texas? Yeah, I was Not eating tacos. Year. At ta- no tacos. No tacos this year. I don't Not know what the year. food situation is this year. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. It's okay. I, it's, I never get to eat, so I, the, the, I don't. The, I don't like to. <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't want to know last year because I just knew it was going to be good, and I just kind of mm-hmm. wanted to. I like the. I like the exploration. So and there were stations, so you kind of mm-hmm. it forced you. It forced you to mingle and move about the space too, which was kind of awesome. So. Go make friends. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of it fun. It truly, it's it's a lot of fun, and the and the casualness of it makes it so great. But mm-hmm. you see, I one year, 
There was a guy in a uh, a flannel tuxedo. Which I should totally own. That you on would Amazon? Think. I gotta look for one. Yeah, a flannel tuxedo. Catherine not made a, a flannel gown. <laughs> not a problem at everything. What? Catherine made a she flannel did. gown. It was easy. It's, ex- it's exceptional. Oh, you mean cheated? I'll Cat- tell you not, not, not your, not your Catherine. Yeah, she's wearing it next Thursday. Like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> yeah. It's so you made a flannel. You wonder what she's flannel doing. Flannel. Ball gown. Ball gown. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was. It's. It was stunning. Stunning. It, well done. Mm-hmm. I, With a bustle. Yes, there was. You go by There's a train. I don't. I go by Kathy. Kathy. That's what Sorry. I why? Why do I? Well, okay. Because maybe you have Catherine's new family. When you, you, type, family. Her, when you type her email Catherine, address, so I've got none. She doesn't yes. come up on her Kathy. Yes. I've got a Catherine it, and then I get it grinded. Right. Me and then too. I get, it's confusing. Yes. Something like names. that. Um, let's say people cannot come Thursday. Mm. Can they go to a website, a call yes. phone number, it's, and is donate? The BitPel is live. Yeah, the BitPel is live. So there's there's silent auction items that are up right now, and you can bid and win. Um, and we'll on t- BidPal? On yeah. BidPal. Dot right. Net. Net. Dot net Flannel Fling S- 2018. Yes. Fun. Yes. No problem. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Bernard. If, if, the, if the auction isn't up now, it will be by the end of today. That's very, very cool. RebuildingTogether-TwinCities.org also. Yes. Yes. And, and we will gladly. And this, this, these efforts require twofold. It's, it's cash, yes. We need to be able to fund it. And then the volunteers. We can't do... Just the volunteers because we got to fund the project. We can't do just the cash because right. you need the people right. to do it. Right. So it's you know for large organizations that have philanthropic goals of having employers come out and doing an event like this to pair that up with a donation and go do a project. Awesome. There's we'll always find opportunities to get that done, and it's a good. I mean, who was with us that one day? We have people from Lowe's at that one last year that we filmed. It's just kind of yeah. a. I mean, I think Honeywell does it once in a while. Is that correct? They do. So it's it's a. And it's here, it's our community, you know, and, right, and, and right. it's it, it feels it just feels good. It's a long day, it's a hard day. You're doing some really cool things, but you go home and you sleep really well. You might, and oh, for no, those for those who have never picked up a hammer, you might actually learn how to do something too. It's an interesting oh, way to pick up some that. skills. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> we'll Tom, give you a paintbrush. Yeah. We'll put you in a flannel shirt and we'll bring you along. Well, how does this screw in? <laughs> I you know, it takes. I am I'm the worst. It's it's, but I didn't never I didn't know how to do this stuff until I did. You know, I grew up in a farm, and it wasn't a good farm. It was like a now, where everything was. It? was it was in uh, Seymour, Wisconsin. Where's Seymour? Almost directly between Green Bay and Appleton. Oh, there, yes, yeah, right. Okay. Little three thousand yeah. people person. I was out in eighty acres, and we had a hobby farm. My both parents both worked full time jobs, but we still had the farm, and everything broke down. It was my grandparents' farm. I, it was it, it it was all we were always MacGyvering something together, <laughs> just well, to get good. one more around the field one more time. So I learned how to build stuff there, but with my dad. But it was now it's. I mean, my first house was a big experiment. I just started swinging a hammer and trying it. stuff, and you and then. I got. I was lucky enough to host a show for a decade where I work with all these contractors, and I learned that guy's tricks and that guy's tricks, and Why? I, you know, I get to pick up these skills. Why did you stop doing bath crashers? They made me. Why? <laughs> um, it it became a pretty expensive show to do. We, oh yeah. Okay. A lot of the shows yeah. that are on right now is a couple or a company, and they're helping them out, helping a, yeah, their right. clients that they already have out on a project that they're already going to do and pay for. With Bath Crashers, I go to Lowe's, I'd find you, whether or not you were going to remodel right, your bathroom or right. not, I'll, we'll pay for it. I love the show. So, I did too. Great I really show. did. It was, it was a great show. And it was a lot of fun to do, and it was, I got to do it with people I really loved, 
I loved. I so much so I built that. I built my production company with them. I, I couldn't leave them. Mm-hmm. They were family. Right. And I, I really loved it. But it did get expensive. It was. We were funding these bathrooms with saunas and 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 you know like <laughs> foot massagers and the to, the to, toilet seat that cleaned you and TVs in the shower. Hear about that? You don't have really? one. In your, you don't have one in your life. Oh my god. I was Katie? driving to California and stopped literally in a rest stop in what state was it? And in the rest stop bathrooms, they, they had, had the those wash. toilets, the heated seats, the wash, the bidet built in. I, I couldn't believe it. It's wonderful. <laughs> There's something else. It's, I'll tell you. I, I know it sounds, I know how it sounds, but it's wonderful. It's one of the greatest amenities. I've got, we've got two bathrooms upstairs and one of them has it in it. The other one doesn't get used. <laughs> There's a line outside the door for the one the, that has that toilet seat. Yeah, is, is that literally referred to as douching? I mean, that's what it it's is. A, no. There's a, a wand this, comes the out. Douching just means to wash. It's a spray. <laughs> what the hell? That's what it means. But it's the control. You get the What's temperature. Oh god! And Here I think we it's go. just washing. You can dial in the <laughs> accuracy. Everything. Right, it's, gonna, pr- it's pretty wonderful. We're going to close your segment. Is that gonna, that, that, that's going to take us to a break? Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, I hope you stay for another hour, man. Very quickly, the guy gets in a motorcycle accident, wakes up in a hospital. Doc said, I got some bad news. We had to cut off your penis because it uh, was crushed in the accident. He said, but don't worry about it because we already performed the other surgery. They now take baby elephant trunks and replace men's penises with them, and they work like a charm. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. <laughs> So the guy goes out in about six months. He's too shy to talk to anybody about it or whatever. Finally, he goes out on a date, takes a woman to dinner. He hasn't talked to her about any of this stuff yet. So he's sitting at dinner, and then he feels the elephant trunk unzip his pants from the inside. The trunk comes up on the table, grabs a bun, and goes back under the table. <laughs> and the woman goes, my God, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Could you do that again? The guy goes, I don't know if I can get another bun up my ass. <laughs> One of the greatest jokes of all time. We'll be back. That's how you go into a break. (laughs) 